Hey guys, before I start this episode, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Addie, who is 10 years old. She left me a really nice review on iTunes and a really good suggestion. She says, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique has reopened. She thinks it would be a great experience for my daughter and a fun episode. Uh, my daughter, who is five, is the perfect age. So I think that is a really, really good idea. So I'm going to run that by her. Maybe our next trip, that can be something that we do and discuss on the podcast. So thanks so much, Addie, for the review and for listening and enjoy the episode. On today's show, I talked to Courtney about Disney weddings. This is WRWDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 146. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. Um, I have another episode this week that I'm very excited about. Um, last week's VIP tour, I was like super, super excited to talk to Carol about that. This week, I am equally excited. Uh, Courtney shared with me details about her daughter's Disney World wedding. And Disney World weddings, um, like it's not something that you can just book through a travel agent or book online or call and just talk to somebody. It's a whole process. And so she gets into it. And um, I'm going to tell you now, there are times when it's really, it feels very stressful. And even just talking to her, I was like, anxiety. And anybody who's planned a wedding um, or helped plan a wedding, or even just like a big, you know, a big party or a big function, you know how stressful it can be trying to coordinate everything. Um, this is like next level, though. Uh, so she talks about the highs and the lows, some of the, you know, the issues that they had, but some of the amazing options that they had. Um, so she was very detailed in the stuff that she shared with me, which was so cool and generous of her. Um, it was such a fascinating conversation. I don't think I've ever just had so many questions and been like, wow. Like she, she would tell me things just, wow, wow. Um, some of that was surprise and, you know, cost wise, because it's not cheap to do a Disney wedding. Um, some of it was surprise just because of my experience on the vacation side and planning a vacation with Disney. This is not that. This is very, very, very different. And so the conversations that she and her daughter were having with their coordinators and stuff, um, a lot of that really surprised me. Now, I will say some of it seems um, maybe almost negative because we're, you know, we're talking about the issues that she had, the price that the prices that, you know, they had to pay, but it's 100% a very positive experience. So stick with it till the end, because I promise it, it, you know, it pays off. Um, it's just such a a cool, unique experience that I, most of us would would never have the opportunity to to do. So, such a cool um, episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm going to let Courtney take it from here. Hi, Courtney. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for being on the show. I'm very very excited to talk to you about your trip because you had a very big Disney World trip. You were there for a wedding. We were a Disney fairy tale wedding. Okay, I'm so so excited to talk to you about this wedding. So let's um, let's kind of get some big picture before we jump into your trip. So who's getting married, or who got my married? Daughter. <laughs> your my daughter. My daughter. She is my oldest of four. Oh, congratulations to her. Congratulations to you. So exciting. Thank you. Okay, so tell me a little bit about why you guys decided to do a Disney 
wedding. Whose idea was this? How did this happen? Um, it is, well, a billion years ago, when my husband and I were getting married, we were going to do a Disney wedding. Um, it is not the same now as it was then. Back then, there were three packages. You got what you got. It was what it was. And we weren't okay with that. Now, it is build your own as many people as you want. There's probably a hundred different location options. There's just, the sky's the limit now. Wow. So not to age you, not to age you or anything, but how long ago was it that you and your husband were looking at this? I'm just curious. My husband and I got married 13 years ago, 14 years ago. Okay. I should know the answer to that, but yeah, one of those two. It's, Um, you know, it's, you have to do math and... You know, I get right. yeah. And I know we've been together for 25 years, so I'm like, uh, ish, you know. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll edit this down so you answer like in a flash, you know, wink, wink. Right. Yeah, you're right. good. <laughs> oh, okay. So 13 years ago, you just had a, a few. Do you remember what the options were? I'm just sorry. I'm just really curious. Do you remember what the options were when you looked years ago? Vaguely. Um, there was one that was like, The cheapest one was like $5,000. It was you, like the couple, and then both sets of parents. That was it. Um, You got the ceremony at whatever location. I think there was like three or four of them at the time. Um, And like a little luncheon. Like, that was it. And then there was like a next tier that was like $10,000 that was was like $10,000 or $12,000 with, say, 15 people or something. Like, there was a minimum... Or, you know, a maximum of that. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, the next tier, which was, like, 25000 for, like, 50 people or something. Wow. So, like, it went up, but it was, like, kind of, like, you bought the whole package as it was. You couldn't pick and choose. You couldn't add people. Like, there was just a ton of things that we were like, well, we have 150 people on our list. How are we going <laughs> to do this? And it just... At that point, we're like, this is not feasible. There were no a la carte options. Okay, so fast forward right. to today. It was like not a thing. Fast forward to today then. So you guys decide Disney. So you wanted to do Disney. So is was this something your daughter had always dreamed of as well? Oh, yeah. Every single one of my kids, including my three boys, literally will say, when we get married at Disney. <laughs> when we get wow. married at Disney. All of them. There. They don't care who they're marrying. They just want to see a Disney. <laughs> okay. Priorities. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, at least she got that done. Okay, so she <laughs> knew good. from day one. Now, how did her husband feel about this, her new husband? Was he totally on board or was there convincing for a Disney okay, wedding? Okay, so <laughs> he, um, we took him on a trip with us, I want to say 2019 we went with him. Um he had he took his first steps in Disney, so he was like one, and then he had never gone again. We go multiple times a year. When I was growing up, I went at least once a year. Like it is part of you know my life. So they um, decided that he was going to go with us, and we were trying to gear him up. Like this is what we do. This is how it is. It's like a bubble. He was not looking forward to it at all. He's like, this sounds stupid. I don't want to leave my house. Like, (laughs) I don't want to take off work. Like, he was not about it, but he was like, hey, I love you. Whatever you want to do, I'll go. So that trip we went for, I want to say two weeks, maybe 12 days, something like that. He came home and was like, 
oh, we should plan a trip just us. Like then all of a sudden he was in the bubble and he was like, I like it. Isn't you know, that funny? He, he was in. That's how, yeah. that's kind of how my husband was too. Where when we like the first yeah. night when we arrived, he was like, "Ugh, this is going to be a long week." And then by the end of the, the trip, like his first trip as an adult, he was like, "Okay, so when are we going back?" So I think right. that's a common thing that happens. <laughs> yeah. So he was one hundred percent like, "Whatever you want to do, wherever you want to get married, like that's that's fine." We started. They started talking about this before COVID happened. Like we're looking into it, you know, they weren't engaged yet, but they, you know, we were they going to whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he lived with us. So, you know, it, it was coming. We, it just wasn't the writing official. was on the wall. Well, yeah. Yeah. We had a whole plan. COVID hit, shut everything down. She, you know, then it went back to when it opened up, there was only certain locations. Everybody had to wear a mask, including the guests. You had to wear a mask for your pictures. Mm, like, she's yeah. like, I'm not spending this much money and having pictures with masks on. Like, I, she's like, I'm not doing I, it. I agree with that. You know, and I think when people were saying that about vacations, I was like, ah, I don't know. It's not that big of a deal. But for a wedding, I'm with you. I also wouldn't want Right. I'm like, pictures that is or, your yeah, yeah. wedding photo on the wall with a mask like yeah. I understand yeah no so okay so did they have everything booked pre-covid and then you had to to no, change it? okay so they were just looking into it you right you can only contact them if you're having a full reception you can contact them 12 months ahead of time okay if you are only doing a ceremony or a ceremony with a dessert party or something like that they will only talk to you at like the 10 month mark. Oh, okay. She had a plan and like picked a date and we were like, oh, we need to contact them this month, right? Like this, this is the month we need to call them. And then everything shut down. She's like, forget it. Wait till everything opens back up. Like we're not even officially engaged yet, whatever. So once they got officially engaged, we had a date and then it was September of, no, it wasn't, it was March of next year. It was March 2023, and then she's like, we're going to bump it up to September. So she's like, so I can call now, basically, and then get on the book. (laughs) We're just getting this. Yeah, we're getting this going. Yeah. I'm curious, where do you guys, where where do you live? We live in Michigan. Okay, so it's, it's a trip then. How many people did your daughter want to invite to the wedding? Or did you want to as mother of the bride? We invited 150 people. Okay. And I, I assume most of these people are, are from Michigan. I'm guessing you don't have a whole lot of Orlando local people. So No, everyone is from yeah. Michigan. We had um, one of her bridesmaids is from Michigan, but she moved out to Idaho. And then I have family from England that flew over. Oh, wow. Okay. So how many people ended up RSVPing to the wedding? Uh, 75 RSVPed and 10 ended up backing out last minute, couldn't come, didn't tell us they weren't coming, whatever it was. We ended up with like, I want to say between 65 and 68, somewhere in there. You know, that really irks me when people RSVP and then don't go. Oh, that makes me so mad. That's such a rude thing to do. I had a couple of people that called Mm. me and I I completely understand, hey, life happened, so-and-so lost his job or whatever. I get that, that my issue was the people that the that literally didn't even say one thing, just didn't show up. Yeah. Yep. Because you still have to pay for those people. This is my PSA to everybody listening. Um, If you RSVP to an event, especially a wedding, 
you go to that event. <laughs> you don't just blow it off. And if you can't go, you reach out to the person and let them know why you can't be there. And then you apologize because even calling, even the people who called you, you still have to pay for them. Like that's just how weddings work. Right. They need a headcount, a good, a good time in advance. Um, okay, so before we actually like get into your trip, I, I want to talk a little bit about the planning, the wedding planning. So you said with a big party like this, because this isn't just the ceremony, you guys are doing the whole thing with that many people, right? Like reception and everything, I assume. Well, we did, but we didn't do it all through Disney. Oh, okay. Um, we, through fairytale weddings, um, with the dinner reception, it would have been like $190 a person per plate, plus alcohol on top of that, and whatever. The original plan was she wanted a fantastic dessert party. That was the original plan. Well, seeing as we still don't have Yeah, fantastic still isn't dope. Yes. Um, we just changed our plans a little, and we are in a couple of Disney wedding Facebook groups. There's a ton of information on there, like information overload, but it's so nice that it's like at your fingertips. So we were kind of stalking those pages, getting some information. Um, so she did the ceremony through fairy tale weddings. She did a park shoot before the wedding. So at five thirty in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, she got picked up at the hotel and they went to just her and her husband went to Magic Kingdom while it was shut down for wedding pictures. Okay. And that's part of the package with the ceremony or with the weddings in general, is that you get yeah, to do like photos? That there? Was part of so that was like one of the photo packages. So she did all of that. And then I separately planned the luncheon. We did at Splitsville because they have like a private event party planner person. So I contacted her and if anybody in that area is having a party, do it there. They were so easy to work with. So nice. Everyone there, even the day of, was so accommodating. They were amazing. I cannot say enough good things about them. They were great. Oh, awesome. Did did Disney, did they recommend splits? Like when you were talking to them about wedding stuff and receptions and whatnot, did they recommend it? Like how did you decide on um, doing Splitsville for the luncheon after the ceremony? The Facebook page. Oh, A okay. A lot of people do it for... Um, like their rehearsal dinner or like a farewell dinner or luncheon or whatever. Like there's all sorts of things that people plan, you know, for, for groups of people mm -hmm. and they have people, you know, people there that they're like, Hey, contact this person. They're super great. So that's what I did because I was like, then I can at least pick and choose stuff off the menu. There's like a catering menu. There's this, there's that. And it was so much cheaper and easier because everything through fairy tale weddings is actually kind of a nightmare. Um, <laughs> okay. She didn't even know who her photographer was until we were at the rehearsal. Okay. So I was going to, that was actually going to be my next question because you had mentioned photo shoots. So when you're planning, I assume all of the little stuff, because I'm guessing the majority of people who do a fairy tale wedding are not Orlando locals. So you're not able to really, or it's more difficult for you to like meet with vendors. So they do they provide everything? Are you able to use your own yes. vendors? Now, the only thing, if you have an indoor reception, so like say it's in a ballroom somewhere where public cannot see it, mm -hmm. you can bring your own centerpieces and stuff like that. 
Okay. If you do something that is outside in the public eye, like she had her ceremony at Morocco, the park actually was open by the time the wedding happened. They have to supply everything because they need to know what it's going to look like to the outside eye. Oh, wow. Because they know people are going to be taking photos and posting them wherever yes. as the they walk by. The only thing we were allowed to bring was her unity ceremony, like unity stuff, uh-huh. and her flowers, the bridal flowers. Wow. Okay. So how, like when you're setting everything up, what, like, what are the, the different options that you get? Like, are there photography packages? Is it just like, here's, you know, here's your photographer, here's this, or do you get to pick and choose like locations? You get to choose. um, So as far as the, the park shoots go, you can pick any of the four parks. You can pick one park. You can pick all four. The one park was a certain price. And then if you add it on, it was like a couple hundred dollars more for each park or something like that. Like it was way cheaper to like add on the other parks. Okay. And then for the actual ceremony, which is a different photography price, that went by hour. So we ended up setting up the park shoot. And then the ceremony was directly after. She got dropped off from the park shoot at Epcot at the pavilion. And then we had the ceremony. And then we left there and went back to Animal Kingdom to do pictures at Jumbo. Oh, wow. So we paid for like several hours in that package. So okay. we, we essentially bought two photo packages. Okay. Wow. That's interesting that they separate it instead of just doing the whole thing hourly. It's, well, and then the park shoot, you have up to a whole year. So, like, there's brides that will schedule it on their, like, one-year anniversary and then go back and do it. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Like, you don't have to do it that day. We did it the same day because she's like, well, if I do it two days later, I have to pay hair and makeup right. again. Right. So, we were trying to be like, well, let's – and, hi, you just took another day of my vacation. So, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's just put it all into one. <laughs> right, right. Okay. And when – so I've watched enough Disney fairy tale weddings on Disney Plus to know that most of these weddings happen like overnight or early in the morning. What are the time options and it does it depend on where you're having your ceremony? It depends on where it is. Okay. Yeah. Now, um Epcot, the pavilions, you know, any of the pavilions in Epcot is it fluctuates eight AM, seven AM, nine AM, whatever the hours of the park are, it, it kind of fluctuates. They have a morning only ceremony. And then they have an after-the-park-closes ceremony. So that anything, I want to say it's like 11 or midnight. Same thing with Magic Kingdom. They they might not have a morning. They only have a midnight, I think. That one was way out of our price range, so I didn't really look into it that much. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, sorry, do you, we're not doing that. Do you mind giving me... <laughs> Some some ballparks on what, like ballpark dollar the amounts and what these... Ceremony, well, and everything just raised again. It raised twice since we actually signed our contract. Oof. So I don't know what it is, but... When you were um, looking. When we were looking, the venue fee, which includes the venue and the standard chairs, not upgraded chairs, whatever chairs that come standard with that, for Magic Kingdom in front of the castle was... 50 grand. Oh, that whoa. does not include lights. That does not include sound. That does not include upgraded chairs. That does not include a aisle runner. That does not include <laughs> anything. It's literally your chairs 
It's like and here's some folding chairs. The is there yeah. is there a limit to the number of people, or do they start charging per chair after uh, that? After no, like a no, no. Number? I don't think. I want to say it holds like three hundred. It's a oh, okay. huge number. Okay, it's huge because they set it up like right at Main Street, basically. Like it's it's a huge number. There are certain locations that have smaller, like when Polly, um, there was an area of Polly. There were two areas over there. It was like. 25, 30 people because it was like under the tree mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Right. Like certain areas have way less and some can hold up to like 300 people. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> 50000 in front of the castle just for the ceremony. And that's the base price. That blows yeah. my mind. Blows my mind. It was Yeah. It was like something like, like it was, I literally looked at it and I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like this, this is like, like that was like the minimum you were like, you could even spend. Right. Like you, you had to spend at least that much. What about, um, what about at Epcot? What were the, do you remember what some of the, the locations and maybe ranges of, of prices that you saw? I want to say most of the countries that were the options were, I want to say like seven to 10, somewhere in there. That just sounds like a bargain now. Now that you've told me the one is 50, you're like, wow, it's basically giving this away. (laughs) Right. This is great. We will take this option. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I assume you can do like Tree of Life and... um, Tree of Life was her actual first option. Okay. Um, When she started looking into it, it had only been an option for one year. And the fee was $7,000. Well, then they... After COVID, they bumped the price up and it went up to 15. Oh. And then it bumped up again since then. And she was like, I was like, how much do you love it? Like, right. And then there was a ton you had to pay for lighting because you can only do Tree of Life like early in the morning or late at night. So it's dark. So you have to pay to have the tree lit up. That was like another $5,000. You have the chairs were like super ugly. So she wanted these really cool benches that were actually in. Disney fairy tale weddings, they're like these wood benches. They're awesome. Those were like a thousand dollars a piece, like oh. per pair for upgrade. We needed like ten of those. Like it was just like all of the extras. And I was like, How much do you love it? Because you're going to be taking away from so many other things. But if you love it that much, that's fine, that's your choice. But you know, we're gonna be dialing it back on a whole lot of other things. Yeah, you really you have to figure out your financial priorities because well and on top of the (laughs) wedding we're a family of seven yeah we paid for we had our room at animal kingdom and then we paid for their room in animal kingdom and then the night before the wedding i got a one bedroom so we all the girls had somewhere to get ready with a ton of room so for 10 days we paid for all their stuff plus seven people's park tickets, seven people eating, you know, they did pay for their food and whatever, but you know, the bulk of it, it was, yeah, it, that's, yeah, it was a brutal. Disney vacation on top of a wedding. Oh man. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, did they have any, like, can you do, um, I don't know if like you guys were even interested in this, but like galaxy's edge or anything like that. Do they have any packages? They, they um, I know they could take pictures at Galaxy's Edge. They did not. There's not a wedding option. But to keep it like legit, you are not allowed to wear wedding attire at all to take pictures at Galaxy's Edge. No way. Yes. 
Oh, how like, funny. Like, there's brides that have had pictures, because, like, we're on the Facebook pages, so they'll post their pictures, uh-huh. that they're like, oh, I'm, you know, we're doing a Galaxy's Edge photo shoot. Is this appropriate? Like, will I be able to wear this? Like, I can't wear my wedding dress, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Wow. Like, to keep it legit with the whole, like, feel and the whole realm of everything, they're not allowed to wear. Even when the park is closed, they are not allowed to have pictures in their wedding attire. Wow. That's wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, You said your daughter picked Morocco as her ceremony location. What, what made her decide Morocco? Now my husband, his family is Syrian um, on his mom's side. So she was kind, kind of keeping it. It was between Morocco and England in all honesty, because my family is from England. England pavilion didn't hold as many people it was kind of it wasn't as grand as like that entrance to Morocco Mm -hmm. so she's like you know what I want to do it here I really like the feel of this kind of how she chose she was going between the two after the tree of life was like a no-go right then she was going between the two and then she she really was like you know the colors I could do with Morocco and you know, the jewel tones and all of this and like the theming, she's like, I just really want to go with it. So that's what made her pick it. Okay. All right. So you guys reached out um, about a year before the wedding. What does the planning process look like? Are, are you flying to Florida? Are they doing things over Zoom no, or email? Everything, yeah, everything is Zoom and email. Okay. Um, I want to say she had turned her fiance there was, I want to say, six or so months ahead of time, six or seven months, they had a Zoom meeting with their planner with, like, the vision of this is what we want. You kind of have to go into it, which is crazy. Knowing what you want and knowing what your budget is, There on one of the Facebook pages, there's a girl that she must work for them or something. She prints a book, like, she releases a book with all of the current pricing. So you have to go through the book. It was like five or 600 pages. Like I printed it at work for, <laughs> oh my, for my daughter because in, in any time the price change, she like has to re-upload a new version. Like it is, it's crazy, but you have to know what you want when you call them. There's no information from Disney Fairytale Weddings unless you buy this book that's really not officially Disney Fairytale Weddings with all the information in it because when you get to your Zoom meeting, you're like, oh, this is my vision. But you, if you go in blind, they'll they'll come back to you and be like, oh, it's $1 million. Like, <laughs> because you don't realize how it... All because you wanted bows on your yes. chair or something. Yes. So, oh, man. Okay, so it's it's not... this The book that you're talking about, it's not like an official book, but it's Correct. something that somebody makes and just makes it public. Uh, like yes. in, Disney wedding Facebook groups. Am I understanding yes. this right? Okay. Does she yes. charge for it? Or did she just give it away? I want to say it was like I want to say it was like ten or fifteen dollars. Okay. Like it was whatever you know for her. Time and then to she sends you a yeah a PDF or whatever for you to go through. Yes. And every time, like right now, I could even go on. My daughter can go on and upload the newest version. Okay. Like you always have it. Like once you buy it the one time you always have it. So okay. anytime the price has changed, we had access to that. So you have to go in before you eat. Now, th- was this the conversation like when you initially called or was this like one of their meetings like a few months into the planning process where you were like, no, you need to know. Like when you call. No. Okay. So when we called in, they basically said, okay, 
we're, we're filling out, you want this date. Now, Kayla had that date unless somebody that was having a full reception, she had like 90 days or 60 days or something that it was like a pending. If in that 60 days, somebody came in with a full reception on that date, Kayla got bumped. Oh, okay. So, because the full reception spends more money than just the ceremony. <laughs> so, it is It is like, it is not for the faint of heart. Planning with Disney, you would think, because vacationing with Disney is easy peasy. Right. Everything is taken care of. Everyone is super nice. Everyone's tentative. It is completely the opposite with the wedding. So, if like, somebody had come in and was like, I want to do... A full, like if you have a ceremony booked at a location and somebody, a different bride comes in and says, well, I want to do the ceremony and the full reception at that same location. They would just tell you, sorry, you're out of luck. And that would yeah, be that. Yeah, pick a different day. I, I, like it, so what? when she gave her date, she had to give them two or three dates. So we picked the week we were there because now we're talking, you know, nine, ten months. We're trying to book hotel rooms. You don't, yeah. you don't book a hotel room at the last minute. So we booked our week for all of those rooms, and we just gave them dates in that week. We're like, it has to be this week. Like, whatever, you know, if we get bumped. What point do? At what point is your ceremony secured then? Like, is it there... like nine months. Okay, okay. It, like, it, it was like, there was only, you know, there was like, I want to say like 30 or 60 days, something like that. Like, it was a weird... Like, there's, so there's okay, a window. We'll put you on the book. Yeah. There's a window where it you can get like bumped. Two months before okay, that was my concern. So I'm like, how do you no, send out wedding invitations? It's far enough away. Okay. Okay. Yes, it's far enough away. But I will say that we had already sent out invitations and they changed the park hours. So they changed the time of the wedding. We had to contact every single person that RSVP'd oh. to let them know that. Hey, by the way, it's an hour earlier. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, yeah. So I'm stressed just like listening to this. It's, I'm so stressed f- like for you, you know, in the planning process. This is incredibly stressful. Um, wow. It is not very easy to contact them. There's a million brides. There's a million people. They like everyone else in the world are understaffed, understandable. Yeah. And I bet they get a lot of looky-loos. Yes. That, and that was a whole other reason, though, that I was like, let's just do the ceremony because everything else I can control outside of that. Yeah, that I I think that was probably the smart way to go. Like hearing you talk about it more, I, I can definitely see why. Oh, there's brides on the Facebook page that it is their wedding day and they have not signed their final BEO because it, the meals and stuff keep getting screwed up. <sighs> I'm like, it is your wedding day. How do they not know what they're serving you in four hours? Oh my goodness. Like it I that once I started reading that and it was like it was like the normal, like, oh, we're five days out and we still don't have our final BEO and I'm thinking, No, that I that is too much stress. Like there's it there's nothing that's worth that to me. Let me find a way around this. So she still got her Disney wedding. She still got it in the park. She got her park shoot. But then I was like, let me plan something that I can control outside of Disney fairy tale weddings that I can call this person whenever I need to and email them and set something up and change something without it being a huge hassle. Wow. Okay. So when, so when you initially called or when your daughter called like a, a year or 10 months in advance, did they send 
they they didn't send you like any sort of pricing guide at that point. You had to go and get it from somebody else. Like no. this is I'm sorry, I don't mean to like backtrack. It yes. just blows my mind. There's no, no, there's no pricing guide. That it is crazy. Like without this guide, I don't understand how people are like, Oh, I'm just gonna do this because you have one, you have no idea what your options are. Two, you don't know what they cost. So eventually she did get the list of things, but we had already known like we knew what she wanted before that. And then they send you like the list of stuff, but everything is not even priced out until they do your BEO. <sighs> what what does BEO stand for? Banquet event order. So it's like the order of everything. Everything is finalized. Every order of how someone walks through, what how many chairs are in each row, how many meals like it is minute by minute basically of how the whole ceremony is going to go down how the reception everything that needs to happen to make it work so on there is like your price list also so anything floral so you know if you do your flowers through disney which we chose not to their floral department is crazy insane for pricing plus there's service fees on certain things there's tax on certain things other things don't have tax but they have a service fee other things have service fee that is taxed like it is crazy (laughs) so what were your options for flowers then if you didn't go through disney are there a number of local vendors how did you guys find somebody to work with there is we we didn't we we did fake flowers we did bouquets um at home and just took them with us and this was just like the bouquets because you said anything outside they have to provide yes now Another reason Kayla was like, okay, Morocco is gorgeous. I want chairs. And then they just, 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 just put out for an aisle runner. There's like these really cool carpets that we saw in a, a new catalog they sent out. And we couldn't find pricing on them because nobody had used them yet. They only used them for the photo shoot. And they will not tell you pricing on them until you, <laughs> until you talk to your floral person. And then they send it back to you a week later. What kind of racket is this? <laughs> it is. That's insane. Seriously, like we were, we were, we were on the Facebook page because we were started this, you know, years before with COVID, and then kind of like just stopped. But like you listen to people, and there's brides crying. They're like, I my planner didn't call me back for six weeks, and it is nightmare <sighs> after nightmare. But somehow the day of everything is perfect. Like they always get it right. <laughs> But it's just the process is nuts. Wow. Okay. So, like, did you find with the Facebook groups? Now, I know you said for like this runner that you really wanted, it was brand new, so nobody had used it yet. But, like, in general, were you able to just talk to people in the Facebook groups? Like, hey, I'm interested. I saw you had a photo of, you know, this centerpiece. How much did that cost? Like, is that kind of the feel of the Facebook group? That's exactly what you do. Like, you could say, hey, has anybody. That's how we found out the price for the upgraded benches at, at first for Animal Kingdom. Hey, has anybody used these benches? You know, what was the price, you know, after? And then they charge you like a setup fee for stuff, for some stuff, for and a delivery fee for some stuff. So <laughs> there's all these extra fees. Like I'm you so have the price, but then there's $200 of fees on top of each thing. And you don't even know that's coming until, you know, six weeks before the wedding. So you are obligated to use their chairs because it's outside or their benches or whatever. But then yeah. they also charge you a delivery fee and a setup fee for chairs yes. that they have on hand yes, that they provide. and force you to use. Yes. What kind of racket is this? 
This is crazy. Now, like, we ended up using the chairs that came with Morocco, like their standard chairs. Mm -hmm. So we didn't get charged for that. But if we upgraded, we would have been charged a delivery. But we did get charged a delivery on the carpet. How much did the carpet end up costing? (laughs) Did you find out? They were way cheaper. They were way cheaper than we thought they were going to be because the floral is like crazy with the prices. There were some vases she wanted and they were like $200 a vase and she needed like four of them for the aisle. And then there was like another $60 of like grass, pompous grass in them. And she's like, just take those out. Like it's not worth an extra like thousand plus dollars plus the delivery fee and the setup. Like she's like, just take those out. We'll just do the carpets. So those ended up, um, they were relatively cheap. I want to say it was somewhere around a thousand dollars or like twelve hundred dollars or something when we were like they're probably gonna be like four thousand (laughs) dollars i i think that's their game is they make sure to throw a bunch of really high numbers at you so then they're like see look this is only a thousand dollars you're like oh take my money okay right wow i'm just like blown away by this the crazy process of planning all of it is not for the faint of hearts and i am a planner on top of planners i make lists i I revise my list. I rewrite my list. I everything is organized, and the fact that I couldn't control all of it was kind of stressful. Oh, that would make me crazy. I'm the same way. That would yeah. make me crazy. Yeah. What? How often are you talking to your planner? Do you have like set appointments leading up to the wedding? How often are you in contact um, with the planner? Yes, I want to say she talked to her probably. I mean, she emailed her a couple times about like some you know random stuff with the ceremony music and all that kind of stuff back and forth like towards the the final week but before that she had her zoom meeting her and her fiance had a zoom meeting and then i think she talked to her like once or twice after that and then basically just random emails back and forth if anything popped up oh so really not a lot they really no, it sounds like they didn't talk a lot so when you talk like you said you have to kind of know what you want so that you don't, you know, get run over by the bill. Right. So know what you want, but also because you just don't, it sounds like you just don't have a ton of meetings. So no, I'm not guessing, at all. There's not enough time. Yeah. I'm guessing you set up the big stuff earlier. Like, here's what we've decided on, like, locations and big picture stuff. And then as it gets closer, you're emailing or having follow-up shorter meetings with details. Is that how it went yeah <laughs> disney fairy tale weddings on tv really made me feel like it was a very different process oh yeah and it's nothing like like they had their one zoom meeting and that was probably <laughs> like the one time they talked to them and then it's the funny thing is your planner is not even the person at your wedding the day no really of, yes So there's like on-site coordinators. Wow. I, You know, when I got married, my planner was there and I like pretended like she cared because, you know, it was my day and I thought everybody cared and I was like hugging her and stuff. I don't think she cared, but like she knew it was important to me and she was there. Like she helped me with certain steps and then she was there. That blows my mind that the person they were talking to wasn't even present. Right. I know. Yeah. So the on-site coordinator isn't a is, she's like an on-site she's not the wedding coordinator she's like an on-site whatever person we had her for the re- rehearsal and actual ceremony she was there but you didn't meet her until the rehearsal until the rehearsal correct wow oh my gosh yeah, and she think... was amazing amazing well, that's she good. was so great i'm glad to hear that i think so you know i i've 
you know, I, I planned my own wedding and I think it's such a stressful thing. You find yourself like leaning on these people, whoever's like, you know, your, your contact at your location, you know, you kind of lean on them because it's stressful. And so to not have that be the same person, I don't know, that would make me so nervous, but I'm glad to hear the, the, the woman who was there day of was yeah she was their whole team like in person despite the whole planning process and lack of contact because i get it there's a ton of brides i get it there's not enough time for as many people so like leading up to i felt so much better knowing that like we're dealing with the food we're dealing with they're dealing with the ceremony which is a big part but a ceremony is a ceremony and it kind of has its own you know plan like it, it kind it's its of own just thing runs separate the of yes yeah. Okay. So with the rehearsal, is that included? Do you get time because like your location is at the park? You're not at a resort. Like your location is in one of the parks. Do they give you rehearsal time in Epcot? Not in the park. If you have an in the park wedding, they will set up a rehearsal somewhere else. So ours happen to be at the boardwalk. They have that whole convention center. So it was in a room there. Okay. And is and all of that is included when you do a ceremony, or was this also yeah, an extra? Yeah, that was all part of it. Yeah, okay. no, that was all part of it. Okay, so they just find wherever they have a big enough space. I assume it's yeah. just like all right, now, this they don't room is give open. You your rehearsal location till like thirty-ish days ahead of time, like maybe even less. Maybe it was like twenty days, something like that. Because that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's probably just whatever's they open. They don't know yeah. what's booked and what's not. So. You know, we basically sent everything to the bridal party and was like, hey, this is the day. And we told them we cannot have the rehearsal before noon. We had people flying in at eight o'clock that morning. Like we cannot have it before noon. Anytime afternoon, we're fine. And they were and they worked with you. Yes. So we told everybody in the bridal party, like, you have to be here Monday by noon. And the rehearsal will be sometime after that. So don't make plans. (laughs) Basically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're like, you know, to be determined. Well, you know, right. well, as long as we're all in Orlando in the Disney bubble, we, we'll, right. we'll figure it out. There's, there will be a bus to get you there. Okay. Oh, my goodness. This is so stressful. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, how far in advance do you have to put a deposit down? And what kind of deposit do they expect for a wedding? Oh, the first deposit is when you call in and they put your date down. And I think that was only a thousand dollars. And then once they finalize everything, your date, you get your date, you get your planner or whatever, then you owe your event minimum. So like, cause there's a minimum you have to spend for every location. Okay. So you said like Magic Kingdom was 50 and other places were maybe seven. So is that what the minimum right. is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that had to get paid, and then there was whatever was left, you know, after the BEO and all the total and everything came out, then you owed that, I think it was 30 days before the wedding was your final payment. And then on top of that, there's an extra $1,000 you have to pay, which is your first deposit, essentially, for anything that may run over, uh, you know, it's basically mainly for people that have food if they, you know, order extra food or have extra drinks or whatever, have extra time. So they'll give you that $1,000 back after the wedding. 
Okay. It's basically, you know, just a cushion in case. So, like, if she wanted an extra hour of photography on the day of, that $1,000 is basically going to cover that. So, you know, they'll take that out and then give you whatever's left or, you know, that kind of thing. Or if you run over, we had to pay, because we were in a park, we had to pay for private transportation for everybody. We had to buy a, get a chartered bus. So if that ran over, then that money would have came out of that, you know, that thousand dollars of extra. Wow. Oh, so my gosh, you also had to do a bus and this is for all the guests or just the wedding party? Yes. No, all, the, all guests? the guests. If it's wow. in a park, you have to, they have to transport them. What other, like I never even would have considered that. What other things surprised you as far as like, oh, this is a thing that we have to, you know, consider or pay for? We had, right. We had an option of the chartered bus dropping them right at Morocco. Like the back entrance, you go into Morocco, you're right there. We would have had to pay for our own personal security, which I think was $500 at the time. I think it just went up to 750 I think I just read on one of the Facebook pages. So we had just opted for, ha ha ha, we're going to walk from the International Gateway over. So we told everyone, we're like, wear comfortable shoes. Don't wear six-inch heels. You're walking through a Disney park, like, just dress accordingly. <laughs> hey, you know, that walk's not too bad. That's not a bad it's walk. It's not horrible. No, if it was from no. the front, I probably would have just manned up and paid just for it up. the security. <laughs> it's just a couple of countries. You see, I would have been cheap and been like, okay, but you get to walk through the empty park. Like, that's how I would have justified it. I remember right. like, you're, you're welcome. Bring your camera because it'll be an empty right. park. <laughs> well, and the chartered bus takes you like through backstage to get to like, we went under like under test track where it goes outside. We went oh, that's neat. Like, backstage. There was like a Norway boat that must have been being worked on. It was sitting out. We took a picture, which you're not supposed to, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, like you're not supposed to get your camera backstage at all. But I was like, oh my God, I take a picture of the boat. Right. So like there was like random backstage stuff. And like you could see like cast member parking and like you could see the cast members walking back and forth, like to the backstage, you know. So we ended up going backstage. That's where we got dropped off. And then they ended up picking us up on, there's a backstage entrance on the other side of America. So we had to walk from Morocco to America and then go out that door for some reason. Oh, okay. I mean, that is neat, though. Yeah, it was super cool. It was super cool for me, the nerdy Disney person, <laughs> the non-Disney people were like, why is this cool? And I'm like, no, it's cool. Like, You're it's like, cool. shush, it's Believe cool. Me. Yeah. Right. Like, you just don't understand. Was there anything else, like, planning-wise we did a pub crawl. <laughs> oh my gosh, fun. After, yeah. So we did the ceremony. Well, my daughter had her park shoot. So we actually, her hair and makeup started at 2.15 in the morning. We set our alarm for 1.45 the night before I was still ironing the guy's shirts at 11.30. So we set our alarm for 1.45 to make sure we were up when the hair and makeup people came there. Hair and makeup came at 2.15. She got done. We did a first look, sent them on their way to the park shoot. I helped all the other girls get ready. We went to the ceremony, came back from the ceremony when we had to have one of the girls pick up the cake from the Grand Floridian Bakery because we were not having the, the luncheon through fairytale weddings. So they would not transport the cake for us. No, you're kidding me. They wouldn't no. transport the cake? No. So we had one but, of but the wait, girls. You... We had, 
Weren't you at Disney Springs, though? Yes. It's so they couldn't take it. I mean, it's not like you were at, you know, a Marriott off property. You were still right. in the Disney bubble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's lame. So that was actually the most stressful part of the entire oh. day for oh, me. I can imagine. Was the fact that the cake had to be moved from one location to the other. And let's be honest, you can't just drive up to the door at Splitsville. So we rented a wheelchair in the event that... Splitsville did not have a rolly cart to go get the cake on. <laughs> oh my! Okay, so where did you? Where was the pickup? Where did you pick up the cake? Right, and if you walk into the lobby of the Grand Floridian, you just say, "I'm here to pick up a cake," and the bakery people bring it out to you, like right okay. there. It's super easy peasy. And how did you transport it? Like what? Were, what were you driving? <laughs> my daughter's one of she had two maids of honor, so one of her maids of honor and her mom went and picked it up in, they had like a Chevy Traverse or something like that where they like flattened the back and like sat it down like on the floor, basically, even though it's not the floor, and just held it until they got to Disney Springs. How big was the cake? I'm guessing three tiers for we, that no, many people? We actually people? did a two-tier and then two tier. we did a side cake of a different oh, okay. flavor. So okay. it was two smaller cakes, thank goodness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because my wedding was just under 100 people, and I had a three-tier cake that I remember they were, like, adamant about that, like, with the number of people that I had, so. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you had somebody with a vehicle you felt was appropriate. This is so, I'm so stressed hearing about, like, oh, my God, moving a cake. The whole day, the whole day, and I... It had to stay back with one of my boys. I was like running behind. I had some stuff with the boys. And um, so we were, we ended up because, you know, we didn't have, we didn't rent a car. So we were back at Jumbo to do pictures after we got dropped off from the charter bus. I needed some stuff out of the room, came back down. Everybody had already left. We went to Disney Springs, all of us in our wedding attire. Like we were on the Disney Springs bus with, People in their park get up. And oh, we just the, like the regular on. park bus? Yes. The, the yes. <laughs> that is how we got there. So it was kind of funny because like we were on the bus and we were all like glammed out. And then we're like, hey, I hope you, you took photos. I hope you took photos <laughs> so, on the bus. Oh, my gosh. So funny. That's great. And then I had somebody text me. My husband actually went before me to help with the cake and everything. And he's texting. He's like, "We have the cake in the building." I'm like, "Yeah." Like, <laughs> did I'm they good have now. a cart? Did they have a rolling cart? They did. They did okay, have good. a rolling cart, but just good. as a backup, I did rent the the wheelchair just in case. Oh my gosh, that's so stressful. Okay, I, I want to hear about the timeline of the day. Like we've kind of jumped back and forth a little bit. Um, and okay. you've given us a little taste of like having to get up at the crack of dawn after having an hour of sleep. So you yeah. said at <laughs> 11, you were like trying to get everybody's outfits ready, like ironing and stuff. But yes, what time did you all say? The, stuff, the night all before. The it was 1130. Yeah. We finally went to bed at like midnight. But midnight. we set the okay. alarm for 145. Okay. Because so. I wanted to like get up and make sure we were awake when they, the hair and makeup people got there. Like I, if I didn't hear them knock or something, I was like yeah. freaking out. So assuming you fell asleep instantly, at max, you got an hour 45. Of sleep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we slept for about an hour. So <laughs> we got so up. So these makeup, makeup people hopefully are good at getting those like 
those you know dark circles under your eyes from no sleep hopefully they're they were they're pros. Oh, amazing and they were the cutest like they were just so i she's like oh my god we're so happy to be here and i was like you are what i need right now yes, thank you yeah you need other you need strangers to be excited for you yes. it's a big and deal then the, the girls started rolling in about four o'clock all the other girls um we had i had food delivered so we had bagels croissants muffins, um, Pop-Tarts, like just random stuff, mimosas. We started the mimosas at 4 a.m. <laughs> 4 a.m. mimosas, so, whatever gets you going, you know? Exactly. So we started the mimosas at 4. We, I went down with my daughter for a first look before the bus picked them up for the park shoot. So I think they got picked up at like 5, 5.30, somewhere in there for the park okay. shoot. Okay. And then I went back upstairs, finished getting ready, helped the girls get ready, that kind of stuff. Were you as mother of the bride allowed to be, like, if you wanted to go with for the park shoot, or is that just the couple only? Nope, it's just the couple only. Okay. No, like, there is um, a few people that, a few brides that were on the Facebook page that said, like, oh, well, we'll have, you know, our kid with us, whatever, and they're like, absolutely not. You better (gasps) find a sitter. You better, like, there is no... They're not budging at all. They're it not is flexible. The okay. photog- one photographer and the photographer will have an assistant. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're really That's strict it. about that. Okay. Yes. So you couldn't have gone if you wanted to, but it sounds like you no. had other tasks at hand. Yes. <laughs> so I that you're helping the bridesmaids. Boys that I had to get ready. Oh, and, you, and your boys. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. So we had an adjoining room, like our, my personal room with, you know, my husband and the boys were, was connected to the one bedroom we re- we rented for the night so i could go back and forth which was perfect because then i could help the boys and you know help the girls all at the same time and then we at the bridal party got picked up the first charter at six forty-five, and then they chartered us over to morocco and then the bus turned around and went back and picked the guests up because there wasn't enough room in one bus for everybody so the ceremony started at eight and then the bus took the guests back and then all of the bridal party and parents stayed for pictures after and then they came back and got us like we were the second bus on the way back so we had like in the park pictures together group pictures and all that in morocco i gotcha okay how long do they give you for photos uh not long at all (laughs) <laughs> like if you don't if you okay. don't actually verbalize like I want like we had to verbalize we will be taking pictures until this time when the charter gets back like whatever it was like we had to kind of figure it out because if you don't verbalize it they're just like okay well the bus is here so yeah like oh like you have to tell the photographer them will run away what, yeah yeah what you want <sighs> and then we had set it up so. The photographer was going back to Jumbo with us to take pictures there because it's they have the bridge and it's just the pictures are amazing. So we knew from the beginning we were staying there and then well we were at Kidani but with the bridge at Jumbo she just set it up that I want pictures here also. So we knew he was going to come back with us, the photographer. Okay. So he did that and then we did some more pictures at Jumbo while in between you know, the ceremony and the actual reception, giving people a chance to get dropped back off, get their cars, get over to Disney Springs, all of that. 
Okay. So it was it you had like a certain amount of time with this photographer and you were like, we want a yeah. few pictures here. We want a few pictures there. And then they accommodate yeah. as long as you're yeah. in that window of time. Yeah. And then okay. he ended up staying for like, he, he wanted some more pictures. He ended up staying for like an extra like 20 minutes or something. Like he's like, no, I'm just having a really good time. Like there's some <laughs> pictures I want to take. Like he was Amazing. That's good. I cannot wait to get the pictures back. Amazing. And you, and you said that um, you didn't meet the photographer until the day of, right? Oh, no. Yeah, no. We, oh, that's so we stressful. We met him at the park shoot. We didn't even know who he was until the, re- the rehearsal. Oh, so what? And I, I'm guessing this is luck of the draw since it's not like you get to speak to the photographer or like pick a, pick a specific photographer. You're just get whoever is assigned to your wedding. But did yes you think no. Your oh we, yes and no yes and no you can request certain people again this is where the Facebook page comes in because brides will say I had this photographer they were awesome I had this photographer I hate my pictures like oh so there's certain people like the photographer my daughter had is like the number one everybody requests him he's super busy he does multiple oh. weddings in a day. Okay. So she requested him and one other person. Well, the other person ended up leaving and starting their own firm, like outside of Disney, Disney photography. Okay. So we were like, oh my gosh, or, you know, before (laughs) we had like two chances, now we have one. And we were just freaking out. And then at the rehearsal, I was like, did you get an email about your photography yet? And she said, no. And I said, why don't you ask, you know, the day of coordinator that was there? I said, why don't you ask her if she knows if it's on her paperwork anywhere well she didn't she said let me call your planner let me see what i can find out and then she came back and said yeah you have so and so um so as soon as we heard that all of us were like yes like we were so excited wow so then it was like okay i'm not stressed (laughs) at all because every single picture is going to be gorgeous because he's that good yeah, our photos, well, you know, when I got married, our photos were a, a huge deal for us. Like that, I think, was especially my husband's like number one thing that he wanted input on yeah. and stuff. And so I, that would stress me out a little bit. But I'm glad it worked out that you got somebody good. Were they giving yeah. you, uh, you know what I find helps with photographers in general, whether it's like photo pass at the park or, you know, wedding photos or whatever, is having somebody give direction. Was he good at like giving direction how to stand how to pose yeah you know move your shoulders this way or look that way like stuff like that I find so so helpful and then he it was nice because we had the part shoot then the ceremony and then the extra time after and because it all ran together seamlessly like timeline wise she got the same photographer for the whole thing but that's great yeah that's not always the case Oh. You can have a different park shoot and a different ceremony photographer. So your pictures can come out looking way different because it's two different people. So mm. we lucked out in the fact that all three parts of the photography was, th- because of the timeline, the same photographer. Wow. Yes, yeah, so you get the same quality, the same consistency. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> that's <laughs> So it's luck of the draw, but you can put in requests. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. All right. So let's see. Where were we timeline timeline wise? So you took photos then at the resort at Animal Kingdom. Yes. Yep. Okay. And then we went from there on the good old Disney bus to Disney Springs. <laughs> okay. What? How much time did you give guests in between the ceremony and the reception? It ended up 
taking longer because they bumped up our ceremony. So originally oh, the right. ceremony was at nine. They, they moved it up to eight. Okay. Well, I had reserved Splitsville at 1230. Well, they opened at 12 or something anyway. So I reserved it at 1230. There was actually kind of quite a bit of time. So a few people ended up sitting at the hotel with us, just hanging out in between until, you know, they wanted to head over and because the kids, they were taking pictures and then he, he's like, I just want pictures with the couples now. Like we're going to, I'm going to take them off. So they kind of disappeared and the whole party kind of just stayed in the lobby at Jumbo and we were just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> and then that everybody kind of started like, oh, okay, well I'm going to go, you know, take off. Or I'm going to go, you know, a couple of people did go back and change out of their actual wedding stuff into something more comfortable. So you know, some we kind of all split off for a little bit and then came back at 1230. We all met at Splitsville. Okay. And this, did you have transportation for guests to get there or did everybody just no. kind of figure out their own thing to get there? Yeah, most, most people were um, staying off property. So they, majority of them had a car or a few of the young, you know, the kids in the bridal party Ubered a lot back and forth to like wherever we were. Okay. Did Disney offer any sort of like room block or anything for your wedding guests or did, was everybody yes. just on their own booking? No, they have a room block. You set it up when you, at the beginning of everything. However, if I room blocked 10 rooms and only five of them are filled, I am responsible for paying <gasps> for the other five. What? You're kidding yes. me. I no. Okay. So before, when I worked, when I was in college, like a lifetime ago. And even for a while after college, I worked in hospitality. I've worked many hotels and I was a front desk manager for many years. The thought of having you be responsible for unfilled rooms on a room block horrifies me. <laughs> that is I, exactly why I yeah. didn't do it. It's like typically we, you would uh, just release them. You'd say you have to book by this yeah. date. And if you don't, then we release them to whoever wants to book. Right. Wow. Now, we are DVC members. So my room wouldn't have counted towards the room block. The one bedroom we rented wouldn't have counted. And my daughter's room would not have counted towards the room block. So at the end of the day, and they're like, oh, if you book 10 nights, which doesn't necessarily mean 10 nights, say it's 10 rooms in one night, it, as long as it's 10 nights that are booked, however it's booked, they get a night free. Well, I mean, I paid for their room with my DVC, so they got every night free. So it didn't matter to them if they got a free night. So in the scheme of things, I was like, I'm not signing up for this. Like, I'm, I'm not, I have enough to worry about, like, when I don't know how much everything is going to cost, and then adding five nights on to that. I agree. That's a risk I also would not want to take. Okay, yeah. so everybody, everybody made their way over to Disney Springs. So tell me about Splitsville for a party. Like, what do they do to set up for a banquet or a party? So they took the, when you walk in, there's the bar to the left. Like, it, it has a name. I don't know what it's called. We had that whole area. It was, like, roped off, uh, reserved for private parties. There was enough tables and chairs. There's an outside area if we wanted to go outside. They set up in the corner where all the food stations were going to be and then a table for the cake. They originally told me, we won't cut your cake, but we'll have plates and forks and everything for you to serve it. We just, we will not cut your cake. Fast forward to the day of, they were like, oh, we'll totally cut your cake. We got it. Let me, <laughs> they're serving it to everybody. Like, I mean, amazing. 
So, and then they were like, well, you know, the whole bar has music. We, we can't necessarily turn it off if you want to. I asked about a first dance and I was like, if we bring a speaker, like, and they're like, no, that's not going to work. You know, the whole bar has music. Okay. I get it. So we didn't do the first dance thing, but one of the maids of honor and then the best man wanted to do a speech and they were like, oh no, we could totally turn the music down. Like they were so accommodating. I was like, oh, okay. So I turned the music down, did speeches right before the cake. And then, um, they cut the cake and it was like a, you know, a big thing and everybody was focused on that. And it was really nice that the music was turned down so we could kind of focus on that in our area. Now, had it been eight o'clock at night and it was booming with bowlers and people and drinkers, it probably right. would have been a different scenario. <laughs> but at 1230 in the afternoon on a Tuesday, I'm pretty sure they were like, whatever you want. Did they have a lot of good food options? Does, is it just like off the regular menu or what did they it, do for we parties? We just ordered off the regular menu. They do have a catering menu. They have um, like finger food type. They had a shrimp cocktail. They had meatballs. They had sliders. Did you we order for up, everybody ahead of time or did you let everybody order? Are they strict no, we about ordered, it there? We, we did, are strict. Um, no, we did off their catering menu. They have like Parmesan chicken fingers. They had like some shrimp tray. Um, we did pizza for the kids. Then we ordered more pizza because everybody was eating it and it was good. So I ordered, I pre-ordered all the food. So it was like in chasing dishes and everybody like buffet style. Right. And then the day of, I was like, hey, if we start running out of food, they're like, oh, yeah, just let us know. We'll make more. Like, it's not a big deal. We'll just, you know, put it on your card that's on file. Like, no big deal. So I ended up ordering more food when we were there and taking half of it back to the room with us, oddly enough. (laughs) So it's interesting to hear you talk about this experience because this sounds incredibly laid back. Like, this is like, yeah, you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah, (laughs) that is why I wanted to be in control of that part of it, because not knowing everything months ahead of time would have freaked me out. Yeah. So the the reception then, because it was a lunch, it went till how how long? You said 1230 to what? 230. We did two hours. Um, I think we left there at like 245, three o'clock, somewhere in there. Okay, and did you have anything else scheduled for guests at this point, or does is everybody just kind of on their own? We scheduled a six o'clock pub crawl. So we in the like event information, we sent like ceremony starts at this time, be here, whatever, luncheon at this time, this is the address, this is where to park, you know, what parking lot to park in is closest to Slitsville. And then at six PM we're doing a totally casual, you know, monorail pub crawl. So everybody went back, changed into different clothes, you know, got comfortable. And then we all met. I was trying to figure out how people that weren't staying on property were going to not pay for parking. Oh, yeah. So we all met up at Disney Springs again and took the contemporary bus and started there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So tell me about the pub crowd. Did How many people went? So you said it was like 70 people total at the wedding. How many people yeah, joined you I in the pub crawl? We had 50. Okay. Oh, so most people. Good. Yes. So right, most so- people did the pub crawl. We started with probably 55. We ended every time we moved, we kind of lost a few people. Right. Um, so I think we <laughs> ended with like 40, somewhere in there, 45. Okay, where did you guys stop? Like, we where were the started stops a contemporary. Uh huh. We did outer rim just because it would seat all of us because steakhouse 
71 was not, we were not all going to sit there. <laughs> so that's where we started. And we ended up taking two buses to Contemporary because we didn't all fit on one. Okay. So it, it was kind of like, it kind of worked out better because the first group of people ordered their drinks and then we came in. So it wasn't like, hi, there's 50 something people here and we all want drinks right now. <laughs> right. So we, we did that, stayed there for a little while, left there over to Cali. We knew, we knew we weren't getting into Trader Sam's. We knew. Yeah. So we went to, first we went upstairs because I'm like, oh, if it's not really busy, it's like a Tuesday night. Super busy. Super busy. Like there was not one seat at the bar. All of the chairs and the tables and couches like outside of Ohana were like full. I was like, okay, we're not fitting here either. So we went downstairs and went to um, the grotto outside. Okay. Okay. Which then, you know, my kids wanted to eat. I had my boys with me. They wanted to eat. A bunch of people ordered food, drinks. We were there for most of the time because people were eating. So we probably stayed there for a couple hours. And it was starting to get dark. Few people were like, "Okay, we're going to take off." They and they were like, "How do we get back? Like, just take the bus from here to Disney Springs. That's where your car is." And so, you know, some people left us there, and then we got on and went to Grand. And this time, the fireworks had started. It was about nine o'clock, and the fireworks. So we were on the monorail, and you could see the fireworks. So it ended up working out like perfect. We're like, "Oh my god, yay!" And as we walked into the Grand after our to pub crawls and a reception and drinking mimosas at 2 a.m., I realized probably should have started here. We're kind of loud. Yeah. So we went over to Enchanted Rose and they, you know how it's like split into two sections? Mm -hmm. There wasn't enough room on either side for everybody, but there's like a little seating area right outside in the front, like in the actual like lobby part. So they were like, you know what? We'll pull some more tables over here. You guys can take all these chairs and hang out here, whatever. Your party can be here. We'll we'll just serve you out here. So they were super accommodating, which was nice. Um, I think we left there about 11. And then because the last, I think Disney Spring closed at 11. And they were like, well, the last bus runs an hour, you know, after that. So I wanted to make sure all the guests that had to get back to Springs could get on a bus and get back to their car. Right. So we all said our goodbyes there. We had a ton of people leaving the next day. A lot of the bridal party was leaving the next day. So, you know, we said our goodbyes. That took a half an hour or so. And then everyone that was on Disney property took the monorail back to Magic Kingdom and then got on their buses from there. I don't know how you're, how are you still conscious though? <laughs> like, how are you still um, awake? I think we got back to the room at about midnight. And. <sighs> We had Magic Kingdom the next day. <laughs> oh, so you're like, I'm getting up and doing a park after all of this? Yes. Yeah, so we did determine we are park open to closers. Like, we we will take that extra half hour. We 100, we're we up at 6 o'clock on Disney days, no matter what. We determined on the monorail, we were like, yeah, we're not opening the park tomorrow. We're just going to get up. We're going to get there. I, we ended up getting there at, like, 8, 30, 9 o'clock. So it wasn't horrible. But we're like, we're, we're not opening. We're not getting there at 7.15. Like, we're just going to get up and do our own thing and then get on our way whenever. And so were the were the bride and groom with you the entire time? Like, you're doing this pub crawl and stuff? Did they yeah. stay with you the whole time? They yeah. did? Yep. Wow. You guys are real, real troopers. So right. <laughs> what, what, was, what was the general feeling of people who, like your guests at the wedding? Were they like, this is amazing? Did they... 
get yes. the whole Disney thing? Like, are are your family members Disney people? I don't know if they people? got the whole Disney part. Some of them are. We did we did have quite a few people staying on property. They they wanted to be in the bubble. Like they get it. A bunch of people were just like, "This is amazing. This is beautiful. It's set up great." I mean, Disney does everything to the nines, so of course it was gorgeous. And we had um, some people after the wedding were like. Well, we've never been to Disney, but like one of the girls is getting engaged also. And she's like, well, would you be mad if I had a Disney wedding? And I was like, <laughs> kind of, kind of, because you like had never been there. Like, I feel like that needs to be reserved for the Disney crazies like us. Um, but, Are you insane? Like, you know, then you can do right, it. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I just I'm excited and stressed listening to you talk about this. Like, it sounds amazing, but it's also like my anxiety is through the roof trying to grasp like some of the things that you couldn't couldn't do. Because I think planning a wedding, even when you are talking to your coordinator every day and things are spelled out for you in advance, it's stressful. So I can imagine where your stress levels were. Um, So you said there were a lot of like additional fees and I'm not going to I'm not going to be like, all right, what did you spend on this? But I'm curious, like, was it? in your budget was it where you wanted to be were there a lot of extras was there anything that you were like what the hell like when you got the bill most no because most of those extra fees are food related that was a whole nother reason that i was like let me do this on the side because this is what i'm paying i 100 percent know what i'm paying nothing's gonna come back and like haunt me nothing's gonna be like hey by the way you owe this like most of those fees, with the exception of the delivery and setup of floral, most of those fees are food related. Okay. So you felt like based on what you had planned, you knew where you were going to land budget wise yeah, or we like bill wise. Right. We were off, I want to say, by like only like two or three thousand dollars. All right. I mean, still a significant amount of money, but I suppose based on what you've told me, it could have been far worse. It could have been right. way, way, way worse. There, there's brides that on the Facebook page will be like, I just got my BEO and it is $10,000 over my budget. I I don't understand how they don't discuss pricing with you as you're going. Like, how is that I not? Either. I don't I'm not sure. Knowing what I know now, um, I'm glad we were part of the Facebook pages for as long as we were. Because if you were going into it blind... You would have no idea. I may never say this again, but I think like COVID really saved you here because you were able to keep an eye on this stuff during that time right. when right. you A like were forced to plan. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so at what point do, do they give you the, um, what's it called? The BEO? Is that what it was called? Yeah. What, where in the timeline do you get that? She got hers really early because we were not doing food. So I want to say she had her BEO probably three or four months before the wedding. So then you, so you knew three or four months ahead of time about what your bill would be, but that's still not exact, right? Like it's not until after the fact. Right. With the exception of floral, because that's a different department that sends you their own invoice. What? What? Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And it sounds like you learned almost everything from the Facebook groups, not from yes. your coordinator. 
No, you have to know what you want and what your budget is and the prices on things before you even talk to them. So if you didn't research anything, the coordinator wouldn't hold your hand through it. They're just like, okay, I'm writing it down and that's that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like her first actual Zoom meeting with her planner was before that even happened, they sent out a email like questionnaire. What is your theme? What are your colors? What do you what do you want the feel of your like you have to know all of that before you even talk to them. Like it, it wasn't like they came at you with this is and this is your choice. You kind of already had to know that before you talk to them. How long do are the Zoom calls? An hour. I just I I couldn't imagine. And I I'm assuming that a lot of brides go into this not knowing as much as you did. And I can only imagine how um, blindsided many of them must have felt when it's like, oh, you right. don't actually have somebody helping you. You just have somebody writing down your answers and then making it happen, yeah. like executing it, but not helping you, not holding your hand during right. the process. Like they're helping it happen because they have access to it, but you have to know what you want. I think what bothers me about that is that they aren't providing that book, this the third party woman that you mentioned, right. she's the one providing the book with like, here are your options and here are the price points. And so that's, it's surprising to me that they don't do one or the other. You know, I feel like right. they should give you the book for free and be like, here's everything. I know it's a lot. But go through it, write down the stuff that you want, and then come back to me, you know, next month during our Zoom meeting and let me know. Right. I'm Or if they're not going to do that, then they need to maybe make more time. I'm. It's just shocking. <laughs> it's shocking. So I'm really glad that yeah. you guys knew what you wanted and had an idea of price, I think, more than most people. So if you had to do this over again or your daughter had to do this over again, was there anything you guys would have changed or did it all come no, together exactly no. as you when wanted? When I asked her, yes, I asked her after. I said, did you have the best day ever? Like, what would you have changed? What? She said, it was better than I ever imagined it would be. She said, everything I dreamed it was, she's like, it was like 10 times better than that. She was, everything was perfect beyond perfect. And I said, oh, Then I did my job. Yeah, yes. You made it happen. Okay, and knowing how stressful it is, would you recommend a Disney wedding for somebody else. 100%. Yeah, really? It was it worth is, all the is. stress? Yes. The day of makes everything worth it. So I think much like a Disney vacation in general, like do your research. If you do your if you do your homework, yes. you're miles ahead of the other people. Right. Was there was there anything else that you could anything significant you can think of? No. The only part of our trip that I with our massive groups of people like one of our days we had 35 people in the park we purposely did not lightning lane do ga plus there was no way to get that all linked together with that many people like oh yeah i was like no i'm not even you know whatever we miss we miss we'll get on the next trip i was not stressing about what we were doing on vacation at all Now, how did you uh, approach this with your guests? Did they treat it like a vacation? Were people all going to the parks? Was it people just flying for the wedding and then leave? A lot of them were. So we, we had both. We had people come and they were like, we're in. We're totally in. We're going to make this a trip. Um, you let us know what, what you guys are doing. So before the wedding, like when we had planned the trip, we were like, this is, 
our schedule. This is the days we're in this park. If you guys want to meet up with us, don't want to meet up with us, whatever. Just we let everybody know where we were going to be on what days. And then it just kind of spiraled from there. So how many people did you get to meet up with you throughout your trip? Were there times when like everybody was there? My, my family from England was with us every single day, no matter okay. what we were doing, pool day, <laughs> any day. Um, we had Magic Kingdom Day. I think we had about 20 people in the first group. And then we met up with one other group at the fireworks. And then we had another group of family um, of our family that did lightning lane. So we just kind of kept passing them in the park. But we weren't like with them. And then Animal Kingdom Day, we added an extra family. So there was like probably almost 40 people that day, like 35. Oh, wow. That's a big group to navigate yeah. through the parks. And then we did a few dining reservations. Our biggest dining reservation was like a 20, I think we had like 25 people, um, was a Boma breakfast. And we just split it into two different reservations at, at the same time. Oh, okay. And that worked that worked out for you? Were they yep. able to... Um... They sat us next to each other, okay. like at two separate tables, next to each other, like the two long, like they have the long tables there. We got, we had two of those. Um, did you guys do anything special for like a rehearsal dinner or anything like that? We ordered, um, we were going to get Jimmy John's, they wouldn't deliver. So we ended up getting <laughs> public stuff. And okay. we, there is a park area outside of uh, Kidani, like it's like a pavilion and there's like grills and whatever and picnic tables. Mm-hmm. We originally were just like, we'll just meet there for lunch and then we'll all go over to the rehearsal site together. Um, it was a hundred degrees. So my oldest son went down to the desk and said, Hey, is there somewhere a room conference room? Can we rent something? Like they're like, Oh, the lounges aren't open. Go ahead and use them. Like oh, 100%. Okay. So we ended up in, you know, that lounge right above Boma, like mm-hmm. on the in-between floor. We ended yeah. up there. Oh, okay. Okay. And they were like, yeah, just go ahead. Like, we, you can bring your own food in there. Like, just use that whole space, totally free, whatever. So that was awesome. Oh, it sounds like you really lucked out with people being super accommodating during yeah. your trip. Um, when are you supposed to get your wedding photos back? Well, um, right now, they, they're... 16 weeks out. Oh my gosh, 16 weeks. Okay, wait, wait. I'm not <laughs> mad because um, when they had opened up from COVID and everything else, at one point they were seven to eight months behind. Oh my so, gosh. I'm not <sighs> mad. I'm just hoping that maybe it slows down a little bit and we can get them at Christmas is what I'm hoping. But if oh. not, it is what it is. We'll oh, get them when we get them. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask if you would share some with me, but I guess I'm going to have to ask in a few months when right. we finally get them. Oh, yeah. wow. Did did your daughter end up doing like the honeymoon at Disney or did she go anywhere else? No, they just stayed there. My One of my younger boys was like, I wonder where he's going to take her on a honeymoon. And he looked at him and he goes, this is it, buddy. Yeah, this, this is, is it. it. This is the honeymoon. <laughs> This is it. Oh, that's so cool. Wow. Congratulations to your daughter and to you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. A big thank you to Courtney. Was this not the coolest episode ever about Disney weddings? I'm still re-listening to this episode when I was editing. I 
even even re-listening to it, I couldn't believe it. So many things I couldn't believe. And I ended up going back and asking her a few more questions. Um, so one thing that I forgot to touch on was characters. And so she was kind enough to send over some of the information that she got about characters. And there are a ton of rules about characters. Um, so characters can't appear if you're like in an outdoor um, area at the parks, if the parks are open. So she discussed her wedding and by the time the ser- or her daughter's wedding, by the time the ceremony was over, the parks had opened. So like they would not have been able to have a character outside when the parks were open. Um, so, you know, that wouldn't have been an option or the character would have had to leave before the parks opened. Um, some characters require a backdrop. Some characters aren't allowed in certain spaces. So, um, you know, I don't I don't have specifics, but they won't allow certain characters in certain areas. And they say some of that is due to licensing. Some characters just aren't allowed to appear together. Um, so, so many rules, so many rules. Um, and the prices on the sheet that she gave me, it looks like it starts at about $1,400 for one character and just over $2,000 for two characters, $2,700 for three characters. Um, but it also sounds like it depends on which character you're choosing to be at your wedding or your reception. So a lot of really crazy um um, rules for the characters, but I guess it makes sense because, you know, just Disney and the parks, they take that very, very seriously. I also asked her, um, it didn't occur to ask if they had done bowling during their luncheon because they were at Splitsville. She said they they opted not to uh, because they were going to do some other things, but bowling definitely would have been an option. So I was just um, curious about that. And I'm sure I'm going to have dozens more questions for her and I'll be texting her, uh, you know, and being super annoying. So I'm going to apologize to her in advance. Just it's such a cool, unique, fascinating experience. And I'm so glad that she got to do this with her daughter and be a big part of it. Um, And she didn't get to do the Disney wedding, she said, with her husband. So it's so fun that her daughter chose to do this and really make her such a big part of the planning process. So I'm so happy for her. And I'm so thrilled that she chose to uh, share this experience with me because, oh my gosh, so much fun. So, so much fun. Um, Okay, so that's it for this episode. I have a few more trip reports coming up. Um, I have my own trip coming up. I have a whole bunch of stuff uh, down the line. So... Stay tuned for more Disney fun. And until next time, I will see you guys in the parks.